0: All right, let's move on. So we're going then now to the Browns at the Steelers. And the Steelers are on this great run similar to last season's end. And uh, I know Christina, you have a Steelers fan in the house, so maybe I'll go to you first. where Where do you see this one going? and uh, how biased are you going to be on this one? Oh, I'm not biased at all. I really <laughs> you should see my face when I was standing in Pittsburgh week two. When Pats absolutely bashed them, it was, br- it was the best day of my life, 100%. Um, I-, <laughs> I actually cannot see pass the Steelers this week. This is a rematch from week three. Steebles, Steelers and Browns have always been, you know, a rivalry that's always there. It's been ongoing for quite a long time. Look at this, their last chance to have another winning game at home. It's their last chance to close out a winning season from Mike Tomlin. And I really can't see past Kenny Pickett dominating. There's talks that, you know, there's going to be a lot more stronger team on the ground. We've got a young team. They've gelled together, as we mentioned a few weeks back. And then we've got that defense that's just really coming into its own over the last few weeks. I'm just going to go with the Steelers for sure. Go with the Steelers for sure. Okay. Mark, what about you? Steelers
1: for sure or Browns? the for sure thing is throwing me christina i'll, I'll be honest on <laughs> that. the for sure thing is like what i don't know um it's fair it's only fair to say when you look at the browns they've been powered by nick chubb their running game has been the consistent powering even since uh the cleveland quarterback so i'm going to call him came back from his suspension uh he has been so inconsistent it's been unreal like inceptions galore not running the ball well not throwing the ball at all well until the second half last week, when he probably looked as cohesive uh, as he has in a long time, and certainly with some of the Browns colours. Um, they're, you know, they're playing for next year, they're focused on that, but his continued evolution in that team and that offence will be something to monitor, for good or bad. Um, but certainly last half, last, I mean, this, this season has always been a write-off with him at quarterback. But actually, that second half last week, the throws were being made. He was threatening more as a runner. And all of a sudden, it starts to look a bit better and a bit more efficient and a bit more logical. Right? The stats and the figures have been abysmal up till then. And so that team rides on Nick Chubb, rides on that defense. Um, we called that out at the start of the season. That defense has got to be a reason for it to win or lose. But the same, in many respects, could be said for the Steelers. That's exactly the formula that they've been leaning on um bringing on Kenny Pickett as a rookie quarterback you know he's been getting more confident. George Pickens has been getting confident and they're making great catches but it's been driven by that defense now Jay Harris has been looking more and more he looked very good last week actually so he's been looking more and more comfortable and confident. and no one is going to want to face the Steelers if they make it into the playoffs by that combination strong running game quarterback that might give you a bit of magic from time to time and a good defense That's not attractive. A team on such a great winning run is never attractive to face up on in that regard. Um, I mean, I picked the Jets a second ago. I really probably should have gone for the Dolphins, but I picked the Jets. I've picked the Bills to be the Dolphins. So in that regard, I've set up the scene perfectly for the Steelers through the magic and motion to win this game, to get through to the playoffs. And you know, once you're in, who knows? Who knows what can transpire? In relation to it. So I'll go for the Steelers. The win. And the match with Cinderella Story. To continue one more day.
0: Alright. Cinderella Story continues for one more day. Okay. Uh, your pick. Uh, Brian.
2: Uh, I'm going to go with the Browns. I think the Browns are on. Uh, I was high on them last week. And I went against my head. And picked the Commanders. I won't make the same mistake this <laughs> week. I think. Deshaun Watson. Despite all the. The difficulty. And everything that goes on in the background. Looked. Like the quarterback of all last weekend that came, I think would see something similar on Sunday, and I think the Browns will win. He's
0: still a horrible human being, but very well. Uh, the sporting uh, content, content counts. Uh, okay, and column, what about you? What's your pick? For me, it
3: is the Steelers. Uh, they have something to to play for, and uh, when you know you have a coach in Mike Tomlin, and the guys are kind of want to go out there and put in a performance uh, for him. Saw him again. I thought he was uh, fantastic earlier in the week, talking about uh, the situation in uh, Cincinnati and what we saw. And you can just see the the passion, the
0: emotion. And for that reason, I think the Steelers will do it. All right, Steelers to do it. Okay, very good. Well, listen, we're going to do a couple of. We're going to just rip the bandaid off here. We got some quick fire ones coming up, and I just want your picks. I don't want big thought, philosophy, think pieces. So we're going to start with the books at the Falcons, and I'm going to go, Christina? Falcons. Mark? Box. Ryan? Falcons. Column? Box. Okay, next one. Texans at Colts. I'll reverse the order. Column, Texans at Colts. Texans with a bit of regret Brian Colts Colts with a little chuckle Mark Texans Texans slightly languid delivery thank you and Christina Colts Colts Brian you you wanted to say something else didn't you
2: <laughs> it seems like these guys are trying to wish the Cedars into the playoffs this evening and they're not trying to wish the Bears into the number one Picking in, the, in this I'm
0: not too far from Is there is there a cartel of picks going on here because I don't know
2: what I'm saying. I think someone's All right. dealing some noted funny looking cards or something.
0: Noted. No further questions, <laughs> Your Honor. Okay, we'll keep moving thanks, Brian, for that. Let's keep this rapid fire going. Panthers at Saints. I'm gonna go to you, Brian. Why not? You've been calling out everyone else, so um, let's hear what you think.
2: I I would leave it to Saints in this game. Saints.
0: Column what about you? I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Ah, oh, good man yourself. Okay, Mark. Panthers. Oh, I like you. Good man. Christina.
2: Same.
0: Abu. Okay, right. I know who my friends are in this podcast. That's fine. Um, Thank you very much, everybody. Okay, and then we have one last one on the quick fire. <laughs> uh, no, I love you all. That's fine. Uh, chargers at Broncos. So uh, uh, let's go for that one. And I will go to you, Mark. Uh, Chargers. Uh, Chargers. Okay. Uh, Christina. Broncos. Broncos. Okay. Uh, Brian. Chargers. Chargers. Okay. And Colin. Chargers. Oh, through gritted teeth. <laughs> that hurt. I'm sure it did. Okay. Very good. Thank you for uh, indulging the rapid fire. That was very rapid y and fiery. So good stuff. All right, listen, uh, Brian. I know there's been comments coming in. You've been flashing some of them up. It's it's great to see. Are there any other comments we'd like to just throw up here while we while we move on to the next round of games?
2: Oh God, there's loads in here to me. Um, I'll give Keith to go. Uh, Keith Tambo. I can see it now. Skyler knocked out a game in the first play. Mike Glenn. Yeah, Mike Glenn um, is a very poor quarterback in the NFL, and um, I've experienced him playing for the Giants last season. He's picked up by the uh, Dolphins this week. He's on their practice squad. He may activate on Sunday as a back-up quor- back quarterback. So um, if if Mike Lennon is playing in this game come Sunday for the Dolphins, um, rest assured the Steelers and the Patriots fans will be popping balls of champagne whilst they're playing in their own games.
0: That's Mike Lennon sounds like a guy who plays like centre-forward for a local hurling team. And Mike Lennon,
2: down now at the ball... Uh, like a younger version of, of cody that's where he looks like uh, the Kilkenny merger that's what he okay looks like. right good to know thank you go on keep going with the comments
3: i think brian the one the, the one to put up is the the talking point from uh, earlier today now whether it happens or not but keith had one about the potential uh, for an eight seed now, there's been speculation. I think it is unlikely, but speculation about an eight seed wouldn't just be in the AFC; could be in the NFC also. Um, I, I will say, even as a Broncos fan, if half the teams in the league, literally fifty percent, were to get into the playoffs, and Russell Wilson was not amongst them, that would be objectively. Hilarious, and for that reason, I want to see Roger Goodell make it happen, as unlikely as I think it is. And would this be for next season then, as Odom? In- no, this would this would be this would be for right. I, I think it would be incredible, Cali, because it would be an amazing curveball. Because you've had all these teams that have kind of rested starters and done all sorts of things. This was a way of potentially because. The Bills and that the Bengals gave is that right, is is going to be. this is if it was declared a no contest. It's
1: unlikely, but it would be magnificent chaos. And I'm to say, Mark, yeah, please, please. Me? Yeah, I think it's particularly unlikely. If that's a change to the playoff format, even in the circumstances, it requires the consent of the NFLPA, R- 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 L- the NFL Players Association, and mm. Likelihood, even in the circumstances, obviously with their stated case of like trying to re- reduce the impact on players and reduce the games, etc., um, they'll want their pound of flesh, and like not yeah. coming to an agreement so quickly. So that would be the main reason I'd say. Not TV companies would love it. Can you imagine the bars will we'll go on to what show that extra playoff game as well?
0: But. Yeah, that's that seems that seems madness. Now, I've always thought it was strange to have a sport where you can't get relegated, but it'd be like in the middle of a soccer season though. There's only two teams getting relegated from the Premier League this year, or there's there's two people that are gonna win it. You know, it, it seems mad, but American sports are mad. Um, okay. Uh, um is there any other comments we want to throw in or will we keep going on? I think we probably crack on. Will we oh wait, no, sorry, sorry just,
2: just one more, just as this, this is around the Jags. Colin was fortunate he got to see the Jags be beaten by the Broncos. This season in Wembley, but Colin can also take consolation from his three trips to the UK this year because he got to see the Vikings who are in the playoffs. He got to see the Giants and potentially the Packers who will be in the playoffs, and he also got to see the Jags who look like could be in the playoffs come come the weekend. So all is not lost. You saw
0: I'm, the great the great Trevor Lawrence's hair in person. About that. And it, is, it is truly, Kala. it is as spectacular in 3D as it is
3: mm-hmm. in 2D. Was... Even, even more magnificent. I mean, they may have to build a statue just to the yeah. hair. I, I think yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. talks to take over from Jimmy Fallon when he steps aside.
0: I think the adjective we're looking for is luxuriant, I think, is what hair here
1: is. Cali, just yeah. on this, one thing is I got the joy of watching the Giants come back from that game in a Dallas sports bar. And if you can imagine a the location that were less happy to see <laughs> the Giants come back and win a game, you, you'd be doing well. There were two other comments that popped up, and for the benefit of the podcast, I'll call out because I thought they were really good points. Um, Some gentlemen put up the point about the fact that the Lions, with the season they've had, the opportunity potentially to do against playoffs. They've still got the Rams picks to look forward to. So they're still at the moment looking at the sixth pick in the draft on top of the mm-hmm. season they had, on top of their own pick, which is a great, strong position to continue to evolve. And I think it was Jeff as well who put up the point, and we've talked about it. Mike Tonlin still has never had a losing season in the NFL, and this weekend could backdoor his way into a 9-8 record and still maintain that amazing record along the way. So his worst point now. Yeah, pretty impressive. Okay, well, listen,
0: let's uh, move on then to a couple more games here then. So we're going to go to the Ravens at the Bengals. I mean, admittedly, uh, I would imagine there's some emotion there for the Bengals as well. Like they were involved in that whole uh, highly televised Monday night uh, situation. But again, uh, I don't know how that plays into this game. You're the expert. So maybe enlighten me, uh, column on this one. Where Where do you see this going between the Ravens and the Bengals?
3: Yeah, this is obviously um, a huge divisional game as well, but undoubtedly there will be uh, some, you know, um, there, there there has to be a lot of emotion. There has to to be an impact of of uh, what happened on Monday night. Seeing um, the the player go go down it doesn't matter that it was a, an opposition player, um, and and even today, you know, you had. T. Higgins and all of the media scrum around him, asking him you know, how he uh, felt and the fact that he has been speaking with the the parents. So it hasn't been um, a normal week for them. They had there's no you know to to prepare, um, and they're they going up against a, a divisional rival will be very very tough. But I, I would say that the the Ravens. Lamar Jackson missed practice again today, and I think this Raven side are—I don't even know if you'd say that they're like—they're not—they're not even forty percent. Whether they're twenty-five percent of what they are on offense um, without Lamar, he—he he really is the heart and soul of that team, and for that reason, I, he, it seems very unlikely he's going to play. I, I just don't think they score enough points. The teams that they have beaten without Lamar um, have been teams who themselves haven't been able to put out points and that is not the Bengals. So um, I think that the, the Bengals will get this and the
0: Bengals will have the AFC North. Okay. Uh, Brian, maybe um, Colm's making the point there about Lamar. Do you think that's that's a deciding factor for you as well?
2: Um, I, well, that and I, I would try in a couple of other points that I think are decisive. I mean, Cahillian Cali- Hamill yeah. came out yesterday. <clears throat> excuse me a Ravens player he said that they found the week difficult because of the <coughs> excuse me because of the player situation obviously with the Bengals and, and the business and what's happened all the players in the league are struggling but the fact that they didn't know up to, until late last night the game was going to go ahead at the original time when it was scheduled because it factors into their plans and right now they're a team out of sorts um, it's a bit unusual for the Ravens like we've seen over the past few years they kind of fizzled away towards the back end of the season a lot of that down to injuries and there's a lot of similarities again and the last three games in particular, like they, they lost to the Browns, they lost to the Steelers, obviously last week, and in between that to be a Falcons team, but they struggled in that game. They're completely out of form, but yet they've been in the playoffs and locked into the playoffs for the past two weeks. And if the Bengals are switched on for this game, and again, mostly right for this game, they should win this game come three. In a strange way, I mean, it probably sounds a bit harsh for me saying this, the Bengals are kind of have a, a little bit of a mini-boy week because there was only one drive and two plays in, that, in this second drive. And the game is over effectively. I know everything that's gone on. But they, when you come to this stage of the season. There's a freshness. Like they will go into this game as, only, as long as. What we said about the Bills is the same. And consistent with the Bengals. That they have their, sweats, their heads switched on. And don't get mostly caught up in what's happened this week. There's no reason why they shouldn't be in this game. Bearing in mind how injury ravaged the Ravens are. So it's a Bengals win for me. I think this game probably could be one of the. Easier wins at the weekend, despite the, the division that it is that normally play to the locker room, so I think the Bengals will win comfortably.
0: So Bengals for you as well. Christina, what about you? Can't see past the Bengals this weekend. Can't see past the Bengals this weekend. Mark? Bengals? Wow. Bengals. Rar Bengals. I like the... Uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, Mark does a mean claw-type action there when he gives us that... Okay, very good.